Welcome to the Move With Tank podcast with your host, Dr. Michael Tancini. He is a doctor of physical therapy, owner of Ground to Overhead Physical Therapy, a strength and conditioning coach, former college athlete, four-time CrossFit regional athlete, and a national-level Olympic weightlifter. On the show, he will cover ways for active individuals and athletes, just like you, to stay healthy and improve their performance without the need of surgery, injections, and pain medication. If you ever have any questions for Dr. Tansini, which you would like answered, send over an email or message through Instagram at drtank underscore dpt. So without further ado, here's your host, Dr. Tank. Okay, guys, this is Dr. Michael Tansini with Ground Overhead PT on the Moodwood Tank podcast. And today I've got Cody Johnson with me. He is the co-owner and a personal trainer at Chapel Hill Training in Chapel Hill. And, um, you know, I'm super pumped to have him on. Uh, Jim's just opened up this past Friday. And, uh, you know, they've been doing some really awesome stuff over at the gym. And, um, you know, I just wanted to introduce everyone who doesn't know Cody to him and uh, really help you find an excellent place uh, to go train and excellent place to, to improve yourself at. So, Cody, thank you so so much for coming on today. Yeah, man, thank you for having me. Uh, really, really excited to be here. Uh, excited to speak about what um, you know, Chapel Hill Training is in particular, and tell a little bit about my story, um, and just you know, help spread the word about uh, about CHT and what we've been able to do over the last ten years. Yeah, man, awesome. So, uh, first of all, how pumped are you that gyms are back up? Yeah, man, uh, it's it's kind of a lot of mixed emotions, honestly. I know that's going to like sound weird to a lot of people because I bet everyone's like, oh, man, gyms are open. You have to be stoked. And don't get me wrong. I'm like really, really excited about that. But, um, you know, it's been it's really a really a stressful time, honestly, um, you know, with, with coronavirus being just as prevalent as it is and, and being in the middle, midst of a pandemic, like just, you know, making sure that we are doing everything that we can to like help prevent it spread. Um, but also, you know, keep our business functioning. Um, there's been a lot that's going on behind the scenes. Uh, and so I'm like excited to just, you know, put all that effort and energy out there and make it happen. Um, but I, I w- would be lying if I said I w- if I was like, you know, fully ready to go. I, um, you know, I, I just want, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready to get back in. But there's just I got to make sure that I pump the brakes. I don't get too, too excited for it. Um, and that, you know, we can we can stop the spread of, of COVID and and get back to to normal 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 sometime soon so so yeah yeah man definitely yeah i mean uh i mean over the past what's it been uh since march we're in six months six now months. yeah it's been been a long time coming yeah so, so well, well well hey you know like um you know i i know i was super pumped to see all the gyms back open because um you know it's a place where you know the people that i that I work with, um, you know, love to go to, and and you know, it, you know, you guys have that place for them to really, you know, it's like there's, you know, per, personal sanctuary, like like it's their yeah. uh, place for, where they really improve themselves, and it's such a keystone habit of uh, who they are as a person, and uh, you know, as a healthy person, 
And, you know, you guys are a major player and a major, you know, uh, helper with helping them become the best version of themselves possible. Yeah, definitely. And I'm excited for them. And I know that we have a lot of, a lot of clients that have decided to get back in there too. Um, and it's been definitely been, like I said, an interesting journey from, from March until now, figuring out ways to just keep everyone engaged, keep everyone active and on their goals and staying healthy without, you know, that being able to go to their sanctuary and having to kind of um, re-envision what being healthy and what, and what sustaining an exercise habit means when maybe you're only at home or maybe you're only, you know, outside in your park or something like that. Um, and no lie, it's been a lot of fun, actually, uh, stressful, but it's been really fun trying to figure that, that plan out and get people to buy into it um, and just open up a lot of more people's eyes to, you know, to what does it mean to be healthy? What does it mean to, to be fit or to, to be able to work towards being fit? Um, and honestly, that's, you know, this is kind of a small microcosm about how, you know, CHT, at least when I started there, um, I wanted to kind of get that vision out. Um, and then also my business partner, Lauren, kind of what she envisioned from the get-go when she originally started it back in uh, 2010. Um, so it's been, it's been a, a cool journey over the last six months, but um, this kind of small journey in the last six months has been, you know, very, very uh, analogous to the, you know, the 10-year journey that we've been on. It's been kind of cool to see. That's awesome, man. Uh, you know, for everyone who doesn't know who Chapter Hill Training is, you know, um, can you can you just tell us a little bit about you know who who I'm a, I'm a you guys are and uh, where where the gym's at? Yeah, so we are located on Rosemary Street in downtown Chapel Hill um, in the Rosemary Village, I guess, condominium complex. It's like right by Mama Dips. Um, and I guess diagonally from, um, from shortbread apartment or shortbread loft apartment complex. Um, we've actually been there since 2010. Uh, like I mentioned kind of previously, my business partner, Lauren Cruz, she started it. Um, and we are a very small, uh, studio. When we started off, we had one unit and it was like, I think it's like 400 square feet or something. So it's really small. Um, but the, the overall goal of, of that was to really kind of harp on that, the people, when they want, um, when they want to reach a goal or they, they need help, they need it to be targeted. They need someone who's there that's listening to them and it needs to, to a degree, be without distraction. Um, and so that's where, you know, Chapel Training comes in as it's, it's a small studio where you're there and you're getting all the attention on you. So, you know, the staff's going to be highly educated. We always want to go for, for, uh, for, for trainers uh, and staff with at least a minimum degree in exercise science um, or a related field, um, if not a master's degree. Um, and then also having at least one you know, nationally recommended or uh, nationally accredited certification like NASM, um, the NSCA, the CSES, um, you know, a lot of different ACSM, many different organizations out there. We may have, even have someone at the Czech Institute if you've heard of that. Um, but just like pretty high level certifications um, so they can, you know, see a variety of the general population, understand their goals, and then give them all the tools they need to be successful without distraction. Um, and we found that kind of being able to be in a smaller space and um, really give people that one-on-one -on -one attention, both in the studio and out. The studio has been, you know, has, does wonders for people wanting to achieve their, their goals, um, but it also does wonder, wonders for just, for us, for, for being in a place where we, we also have that ability. I think a lot of times when you're working in a larger gym or a larger setting, it's easy to get distracted or it's easy to see, you know, everything that's going on around you. But when you're there and you could just have that one-on-one -on -one attention and you have all the tools at your disposal, um, it, it makes things simpler, it makes it easier. Um, and personally, I think it, um, 
it, it makes things more helpful. So uh, that's really where, where we, we got started at uh, back in the day. And then I, um, I actually came on, my story with, with chapel training is actually long um, and interwoven. So happy to tell that entire, entire journey if you want. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, man, uh, jump on in. You know, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I really believe, you know, in, uh, you know, in a field like, like we're both in, right? As, uh, we work so closely with uh, the people that we, that we help. And, um, you know, it's, gets, it's easy to just see the business, but, uh, you know, the people obviously continue to come to, come to the business and come work with work with you and the other team members be, because they can uh, I'm gonna connect with with you guys personally right and, right, and yeah. I, that's what that's what keeps them so um you know everyone who doesn't doesn't know you you know like uh, maybe they'll be able to connect with your story and connect with your journey and uh, uh, you know see that you're the person to help them get further on their journey yeah for sure cool well then let's get after it I'll, I'll, I'll go on the, the the journey with everybody so um back in 2011 i guess i was a sophomore at unc chapel hill um i had uh, declared coming in as a psychology major and then i switched and i wanted to be a business major um and then i would just kind of you know going through all of the steps and, and getting in my prerequisites and like every younger college student does um, you change your major a bunch of times and, and you look for things that you enjoy. You look for things that are, um, that, that are fun, but also for things that you think you're going to be able to grow in and potentially help people. So, um, prior to that on the back end, you know, outside of my studies, I was at the time, um, training to walk on to the UNC football team. Um, and I had had, once I was leaving high school, had a personal trainer, uh, named Derek, who actually has his own studio out in, um, I guess it's in Raleigh now. He's awesome. Um, he's originally in Greensboro. That's where I was training with him. And a lot of my knowledge around exercise, interest around strength training, um, and ultimately my, you know, desire to want to be that kind of rock for people actually comes from him. Um, cause he was, you know, very steadfast in the way that he helped me, uh, in terms of what I was looking to do for my own personal growth and uh, exercise related. Um, and I saw that personal training and exercise, um, could be a way that you could help people on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Um, it wasn't this kind of, I mean, it was this huge market that's ever expanding and there's, you know, a lot of stuff in it, but more, more importantly, there are a lot of people out there that need help. Uh, and I was one of those people and I had a great personal trainer who helped me for, you know, six, seven months and then on and off again while I was in college. So, um, back to my sophomore year, I'm studying, I'm looking at it and a friend recommends that I go to take anatomy and physiology. And, you know, already taking biology, I was taking econ, I was taking a bunch of different stuff. And I was like, you know what, um, if I'm going to, you know, be in sports, and I want to, I, I want to be competing at a division one level, then maybe it's a cool thing to learn a little bit more about the exercise and, and the science portion of that, um, as I get into it. So start taking the prereqs, which are anatomy and physiology, absolutely fell in love with the human body. Um, for, for those of you that have not studied it before, um, it, the human body is incredible. Uh, I highly, highly, highly encourage you to take an anatomy or physiology course um, at the bare minimum and just learn about all of the interactions that go on at like the atomic level, um, the cellular level that are just, you know, every single day that make you who you are and make humans who they are. And it's, it's phenomenal. Um, and learning all of that, uh, I just fell in love with it. And then uh, to take it a step further, 
I was like, well, let's learn about exercise physiology. Let's learn about strength training theory and kind of that story. It's, it's now, you know, uh, now I'm here, now I'm, I'm doing it. It's, it's a great experience. Um, so in that time, while I'm at the uh, exercise and sports science department at UNC, I'm also um, working on a personal training certification. So I ended up getting that certification. I also walk onto the UNC football team. Um, I'm doing a lot of different things, but I get the certification and um, I had checked my mailbox uh, one day and I saw um, an advertisement for chapel training that Lauren had sent out um, to all the people in our neighborhood. And looked at it and I was like, huh, I mean, that's really close. I can make that work with my football schedule. Um, let me just, you know, reach out to her and see if she's still looking for interns. I know she had sent out an email I saw in the, the listserv. So I reached out to Lauren, um, go in, she brings me on as an intern and my junior year of college back in 2012. Now I uh, start working with Lauren um, as an intern and learning a little bit more about personal training and kind of learning about strength training theory in practice um, as I had not really had that experience yet. Um, in at UNC or in a one-on-one -on -one way. So that's where my journey with Chapel Hill training begins. It begins with, you know, learning about anatomy and physiology and then a letter in the mailbox and saying, you know what, that looks, that looks pretty cool. It fits in with the goals, fits in with my desire to kind of help people. Um, and then it also fits in with my background of having a personal trainer who, you know, really helped me uh, get to the point that I did in my athletic career. Um, so I worked with Lauren kind of on and off after my internship part-time um, and uh, when I wasn't uh, in practice or we weren't in season, it was a great opportunity to just hone my skills as a personal trainer and group fitness instructor. Um, it was a great time to, you know, develop a lot of knowledge surrounding exercise science and then put that into practice with a small subset of clients that I had for the general population. Um, and to be honest, it was really, really fun. Um, I, one of the things I love most about my job still to this day is being able to work with clients one-on-one. Um, I'm sure that, uh, that, that Michael, that you, um, you sometimes get, it's easy to get caught up in the business side of things and forget about the day-to-day -day things that make your business possible and really made you fall in love with it. Um, so I'm really thankful that I do still get to work with a few clients here and there throughout the week because um, that's, that's really what I've loved doing. Um, so fell in love with personal training there. Um, I graduated from UNC and I had done another internship with a studio out in Durham named Empower Personalized Fitness and they are phenomenal. Um, Justin Ronda still own the place. Um, they are great. Um, wonderfully business-minded, have, uh, you know, fantastic staff, um, two great managers were, were Nestor and Blame when I was there, and, you know, they, they helped develop me into a, a really, really phenomenal personal trainer, um, and during the year that I was working with them after I graduated, uh, Lauren had reached out to me about coming back to Chapel Training and becoming the studio manager. Uh, she had been getting her MBA at the time, um, and was going to be accepting the other job, but wanted to still retain the, uh, the studio and have someone that was going to really run it and take control of the business itself and help it to scale and to grow. And uh, she knew that I had a little bit of a business background um, and that, you know, that, that she already knew who I was um, and she had trusted me. And, um, and it just worked out that at the time while I was at Empower, I was just, you know, searching for, you know, what am I going to be doing with personal training? What are my life goals? What are what do I want to get um, in my career? And one of those things that I had always known um, was that I wanted to try and, and, and own my own business. Uh, I wanted to run my own business. And um, naively at the age of 22, I thought that I was gonna be phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal at it from the get-go. Um, but uh, the ambitious side of me was like, you know what? Um, 
yeah, you got you got great things great over here at Empower, and things maybe not aren't as great at CHT at the moment, and it's going to be like starting from scratch. But I don't really have anything to lose, you know. Like I, I'm young. I, I can, I can switch jobs, and it will be tough, and it'll be hard financially. But if this is what ultimately that you want to do and get to the business management side of things, get to own your own business, um, then maybe this is the step that you know I needed to take. So uh, I reached back out to Lauren, and and she and I met up about it. Um, you know, we laid the foundation there of what that was going to look like and, you know, what my, my roles and responsibility are going to be. And the June of 2000, I guess this was now 2015, I said, let's do it. You know, let's, let's go. I uh, gave in my notice at Empower and uh, the, in a few weeks, I was starting as studio manager at Chapel Hill Training. Um, and that's really how I got into particular, like, I guess, basically the situation or, or position that I'm in now. Um, as a studio manager. Uh, and then a couple of years later, we were doing really well. And I decided that, hey, it doesn't make any sense for me to be uh, just managing this place. You know, I, I treat this like it's my own. I want it to be my own. And uh, Lauren agreed. And so I bought in and uh, became a co-owner of the studio and have been, you know, loving it ever since. So that's a very short condensed version of what happened once I became the studio manager. But that's really where, you know, the foundation and, and how I got to be there uh, began. Oh, that's awesome, man. So uh, now, now what, what got you into, into training and fitness in the first place? Yeah, so that was my, um, so that was my personal trainer, Derek, that I mentioned. He, um, you know, I, in high school, I played, I played sports my whole life. But in high school, um, I made the decision that I was not ready to be done playing sports. And I set a goal for myself, which was to play uh, football at UNC. And so without any real knowledge of street training or how to, you know, for athletic programming or anything for myself. Um, my mom had reached out to uh, a guy um, that was working at the gym that she was going to. And um, that ended up being Derek. And he decided to take me on as a, uh, one of his clients. So I trained with him for, um, for a little bit of time, I think uh, six months or seven months uh, working with him. Um, and it was just a really, really good experience. Um, so, you know, me having that goal and just him helping me get there, learning like, you know, just the foundations of exercise, like from a client perspective, you know, those first six months are pretty vital um, for you if you're chasing a long-term goal, because that's the time that you, you know, your, your, your neuromuscular aspects start to kind of retrain themselves. You start to feel like you're stronger. Um, you start to look a little bit more like, you know, whatever your goal is going towards. Um, but more importantly, you get into that uh, kind of just routine. And you establish the routine, and it feels good to establish a routine, especially when you're hitting the pace that you want to get to. Um, and for me, coming off of that great experience, I just felt like it was, I just felt like it was such a, a great experience that it, it really just kind of, um, when I was learning about anatomy physiology and street training theory, it opened up my eyes to like, this is a good opportunity that you can go into and, and accomplish something and help other people out there. Um, that need it, that may be in a similar situation, not necessarily athletically, uh, athletic for their goals, but for just them in particular. Um, and I, you know, grew up doing a lot of, um, uh, a lot of uh, volunteer work. I always enjoyed helping people. Um, and this was another opportunity I thought that, hey, I could go into personal training um, and I can still help people and I can still do this and I can make a career out of it. And it just kind of all fit really well uh, with my background and also what I was trying to accomplish. Man, that's so, so cool. Like, uh, we actually, I would say, 
probably have similar stories, you know, on, on like um, why I, you know, obviously I chose to go to PT school and, uh, but um, very similar kind of like origins of, of one playing, being an athlete all the way up. And then um, did I play, played college, college baseball. And uh, after baseball, um, you know, I, you know, this, you know, not many people know this, but, but I actually joined uh, the gym that I joined in 2010 when I was at Chapel Hill uh, because I had this thought that I wanted to try and walk on to the, to the football team. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, uh, I, I never pursued that route, um, but I uh, did then find love in the sport of different kinds of fitness. Um, and then through there, I actually, uh, you know, just like you, you know, like you, you learn about it as you go through. I was an exercise science major at Chapel Hill. Um, I, uh, you know, you really start to geek out on this stuff, geek out on programming, geek out on anatomy and physiology, geek out on the adaptations of the human body. And then, uh, just like you, like, um, to where you took it to help people with their, with their um, uh, fitness goals to become a better version of themselves. Um, I saw that a lot of people that I knew were getting hurt and not able to do fitness anymore and not able to train anymore. So I went the PT route so I could help them get back to working with, with people like yourself. So, so it's kind of kind of cool to uh, see it. And like a, we may have had classes together back in the day at Chapel Hill. Like, yeah, uh, like I was, you know, I graduated from Chapel Hill in 2013. And um, so like we were probably in the same building, same classes, all, all those things. Yeah, definitely. It's um, it's it's crazy how how UNC has that uh, that affinity to just bring graduates together in, in many different ways, especially when it comes to like the different um, uh, industries that they're in and the things that they love doing and, and stuff like that. It's amazing. I um, I kind of I kind of you know I, I had the same thought, you know, similar backgrounds, and I'm sure that we were in the same class at some point. So um, yeah. Now now, do you know a guy by the by the name of Zach Greenwald? That Greenwald. Oh, the name sounds familiar, but I, I can't place it. Or or like Becca Garden. Rebecca Garden. Still I, man, just 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 shoot in the dark here. They're they're, they're two two friends of mine. Uh Zach, he owns uh Strength Ratio, if you've ever heard of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um so me me and him actually live together at, at Chapel Hill and then uh Becca Becca Gardens down in Charlotte, and she's a coach down there. Does a lot of early stuff. At one point, she was on the on the muscle driver team. Uh, okay. Prior to that, going under. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So I'll just sh- shoot in the dark there, man. <laughs> just, yeah. so, just so you never know. Yeah, so, yeah, you never know. Yeah, that's very true. So awesome, man. Well, okay. So, so now. Um, how does, does your personal mission uh, mesh with Chapel Hill Training's mission? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, so, you know, Chapel Hill Training's mission um, is really to just provide exceptional personal training services to anyone who needs it, especially in like a one-on-one setting, uh, which is like our, it's like our bread and butter. Um, you know, our, our staff are, are just phenomenal at 
um, you know, learning client goals, getting to the nitty gritty of the why are you, you know, why are you seeking personal training? Why do you want this to be your goal? And then finding and accessing all the tools that they need um, to be able to get that client to their goal. Um, and, and personally, that's the part of the, the business that I think is most important is, you know, we're here ultimately to help people get to a certain point, um, to figure out what that goal is and to help them get to a certain point. And no matter what's happening in the business at any particular time, that's always going to be our goal. Um, for instance, with the pandemic, we, we had a lot of clients uh, training at the time. And, you know, a lot of questions that we were having in the weeks leading up are like, well, what are you guys going to do? Like, we're not going to be able to come to the gym. And there was a lot of uncertainty going on. Um, and the thing that I've always wanted to build Chapel Hill training up uh, and one of the visions behind it is that it doesn't matter what equipment that we have. It doesn't matter where we're training at. Um, and it doesn't even matter how, how we're doing it but we're gonna be the most exceptional that we can possibly be at doing that. And we're gonna ensure that whatever our clients are doing, that we're gonna keep them on that schedule and keep them on a routine that can still stay true to help them reach that goal. Um, and I think we have definitely accomplished that so far, but um, in terms of just you know the vision and, and both of them aligning my personal and business goals, those are always gonna be interwoven. Um, our goal is just to help the people that we can, um, help people that are coming in and uh, get people to reach their goals. Um, yeah, and I, I think ultimately, you know, the portion that, that you know, I think that I do personally well and that I think our staff does is a lot of people come in and they have a goal in mind, whether it's to lose weight, whether it's to get stronger, whether it's to be faster. Um, and one of the questions that I always ask people is why, you know, why do you want to do this? Um, and if you can get to that why somebody wants to do something, their goal may change and their goal might be because I want to feel better or I want to you know, be better. And I want to I feel like, feel like I'm accomplishing something. And ultimately that's just going to be, um, that feeling is going to be what's going to propel them to continue to advance, continue to do well with their, their fitness and get on that routine. And I think that we do that exceptionally well. Um, and I think that that just aligns, you know, perfectly with myself, um, for my goals of, I want to get onto the football team and I want to be stronger. I want to feel like I accomplished this goal. I think that I take that, um, and flip it for my clients and, and become that, you know, like that goal driver for them and figuring out the why and, and getting them to that why. So that's awesome, man. That's awesome. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's that idea of I'm a never ending self-improvement, you know, like yeah, you know, exactly. always, always trying to find that way to, um, get, get better. I mean, I mean, that's what the human body's meant to do. It's meant to adapt and, and overcome and, um, you know, essentially treat the obstacles we, we see as as not the deterrent, but actually as the path, you know, yeah. which we need to overcome so that so that we can get better. If you, if you haven't read that book, highly recommend it. The Obstacle is the Way. Have you, you ever heard of it? Um, I have. It's on my list, actually, but I need to, uh, I haven't gotten to it yet. So uh, thank you for the reminder. Got to, got to. Awesome book. Uh, all, all of his his books are awesome. So ego is the enemy, obstacle is the way. Uh, was it the um, uh, silence? Was it uh, something about silence? Dude, great, great books. So <laughs> yeah, highly, I think you highly, highly recommend them. Um, but okay, so so what are some things you guys have done throughout COVID and uh, over the last six months, and then also like as you start to open up, uh, you know. How are you then uh, transitioning people back in, into the gym? 
Yeah, so um, we've done a few different things actually, and we found success with all of them. And uh, we found success with them individually and then also as a combination of services. So the first thing that we did primarily was we switched everyone to virtual training. Um, just, we knew we weren't gonna be able to go into the studio anymore. Um, we knew that basically everywhere in the country was gonna be shutting down except for essential businesses and that we weren't likely to be included in that, um, in that list of places. So uh, a couple of weeks in advance, we started, I started bringing out to my staff, like, hey, you know, one of the options that we're gonna have is, is using Zoom or um, FaceTime or something. And we're basically just gonna have to, to adjust. Like everyone's gonna be at home. So um, everyone's just gonna have the equipment that they have with them uh, or they're not gonna have any equipment at all. And for the first few weeks, that's just what it's gonna be. So um, we switched all of our small group training options to Zoom. We switched our personal training sessions to Zoom. Um, and we started off with that, just with the intention of we're still going to come in with a great session. We're going to keep that structure the same. Everyone's mostly still going to be working just from home. So we don't need to change anyone's times in particular yet. We really just need to be that rock for people at the beginning of the pandemic. Health and fitness, in my mind, should always be something that people can come back to. It may change. It may look different. But if you're really into it and you want to, you know, to ultimately continue along that journey, it's got to always be there. So um, just creating that structure for people I thought was really important at the beginning. Um, so we started with that, and then we also um, had an app that we were using um, to program for our clients, but workouts on there. So uh, I went and I started adapting that to be more of an on-demand service. Um, people didn't have access to a gym or outside training, so what I wanted to do is give them an option for things that they could do on their own um, if they needed extra stuff to do. A lot of people were starting to get bored at home. They were stuck inside. They just needed things to occupy their time. And a lot of, a lot of good ways to occupy your time is actually health and fitness. So we started building Chapter Hill Training on Demand. Uh, we launched that at the end of March. So a couple of weeks after we went virtual uh, for our, our training services, we also launched an on-demand service, which is still available and it's still great. And uh, we're gonna be working on that for the long term um, as one of those options. So uh, later on throughout the pandemic, we also decided to start adding in some outdoor workouts. Um, you know, looking into the research on you know ventilation and uh, and how that reduces uh, coronavirus spread risk, um, as well as you know obviously wearing masks and, and proper social distancing. Um, we felt that outdoor options were a decent uh, way to go, so people could still get that human interaction if they wanted to, as long as we were meeting you know certain protocols. Um, so we started allowing people to train outside um, at local parks at uh, you know, the plaza outside of Carolina Square, even outside of our studio for some equipment. Um, and then additionally, what we did was we looked into um, how can we get people, well, I guess previously to that, um, we sent, I sent out a survey. I like to get all of my clients' uh, responses. One of the things that I think that as a business owner um, that we need to do, and even as a trainer you need to do, is get feedback from people who are helping support you. Um, so a few times throughout the pandemic, I've sent out surveys just to, get, to gauge everyone's interest, gauge what they need, how are they liking their services, what can be improved. Um, and that first survey I sent out uh, back in May, most everyone responded with, I don't know what to do at home. I don't have any equipment. I, you know, I miss the equipment at the studio. I miss the staff. Um, so I started to put together other programming. So I um, put together equipment bundles. So if people were, you know, purchase a certain amount of training um, or a certain package, they would get free equipment shipped to their house. Um, so that way they could train a little bit more effectively, but have more modalities um, at home to kind of keep them engaged and um, kind of just make it more studio-esque for them. So they would still have that aspect and still be able to train safely at home. Um, without feeling like they need to come to the studio. Um, but then socially started to add in some virtual happy hours here and there for our clients just to interact with the staff and see everyone on a day-to-day -day basis. A lot of people were just missing that kind of like 
witty banter that you get at the studio when you use a couple clients and trainers together. Um, and it was just a, a really, we did a few of those, um, you know, once a month and it was just really fun to see everyone and for all of our clients and our community to just kind of come together. Um, and just remember that everyone's still out there and that just like with health and fitness, we're going through this pandemic together and we can lean on each other. Um, you know, whether that's in person or virtually, you can lean on each other and just kind of help you get through it. Um, and those were really fun and I thought people enjoyed it. And then uh, people love the equipment funnel. So um, we were doing that, uh, still have CHT on demand going, still primarily doing virtual and outdoor training. Um, and then now we're getting to the point where we're opening and uh, I sent out a survey actually last week and uh, most of our clients just love our virtual and outdoor training services. So they are like just ecstatic about it. They've had a great experience. Um, it was something like 95% of people responded um, with you know, an eight or better on the survey. So they, they are totally in love with it. Um, so much so that, you know, there's a smaller subset that are ready and willing to come back into the studio day one. Um, so, you know, we're kind of slowly getting people back into the group of things and getting into the studio. Um, but we're going to keep those virtual and outdoor training programs going, you know, forever. I, I don't really see that there's a reason to stop. Um, even once the pandemic is, is over, you know, people, you know, love the convenience. Um, they also still get that one-on-one -on -one attention via the video chat. And, um, you know, we gave them some equipment that they could train with at home. So, um, you know, people are, are, are loving that, that option. Um, and then once we're getting people back in the studio, we're just doing it on a one-on-one -on -one basis, just one in, one out, uh, leaving the doors open for ventilation, uh, masks are required, social distance. We're kind of doing everything that we can um, just to ensure that we, we don't have a spread or an outbreak close to us, um, but that people have the ability to train in the ways that they're comfortable. Uh, mainly because we're putting that on the client to dictate, you know, hey, what, how, how are you comfortable with your health and fitness looking right now? Because I know we're going to provide the service that you want. I know we're going to be exceptional at whatever it is we're doing. And like we mentioned earlier, um, obstacles aren't meant to be obstacles. They're meant to be something that we're going to go through. We're going to use that as encouragement. We're going to say, hey, we're going to get better today. We're going to do this today. And we're going to provide this level of service regardless of what's in front of us. Um, and our staff has been phenomenal with that. And uh, we, we, we've done that. So now, you know, we're keeping them on the board and we're just simply saying to our clients, how would you like to train today? Um, and they're telling us and, um, you know, ultimately we're their, their, um, we're their service provider. So we're providing what they, they want. Um, and it's just been, been really good. And I'm excited just to see how our business model changes and, and how we're able to continue helping people throughout, uh, you know, whatever normal starts to look like um, from now on. So that's awesome, man. That's awesome. So, um, man, yeah, like it's gyms, gyms like yours, like it's so much more than just a gym, right? It's, it's a place where people go and hang out with their family, right? It's, yeah. it's the people, you know, even if they've got different personal trainers or, um, you know, even if they only just kind of pass each other in the gym, like it's, uh, someone that they get to get to know. It's someone, you know, that they can, count on to you know be there in the building with them um and it's uh really you know builds that family which which helps you know people stay at the gym and that family and helps people really you know back each other to really get to their goals um which is awesome like, like I, I i personally think that's like one of the best things about the gyms opening back up is just the fact that people need interaction with other people um, and, uh, people need to, you know, like, uh, there's that, like you said, that small sub, sub group of people, which working out, out at home just doesn't do it for me. 
you know, right. and like, yeah. no matter how many people are telling them to do it, they look at the programming and they look at the couch and they're like, you know, like I'm way more comfortable right here on the couch than I am up. So uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a, a lot of people, there are a lot of people that do that. Even uh, it's, it's funny. Some of the clients that I, I, um, you know, that there's always people that you like, before you do a different service, you're like, okay, I know it. So to preface this, the clients that I personally train, I've trained them all for a minimum of two and a half years with some of them training me for five years. So it's safe to say that I, I know them pretty well at this point. Um, so it's always funny, you know, when they're hopping on the call and maybe they're a couple of minutes late, it's like, yeah, I, uh, I just had a feeling it wasn't going to be your day today or something along those lines, just with, um, especially now getting on the video, like being a couple minutes late. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's, it's nice to get to know people that way. Yeah, de definitely, man. Um, so now, um, what, what are you guys doing? Okay. Uh, to ultimately help people improve them, improve their life. So, so, so that's a, that's a, I'm a mission of you guys. So, um, what is it, you know, like what's, what's one or two things that like you guys build in to your, you know, your training and your coaching, um, to, to help people like really optimize their, their life. Yeah. Um, so health and fitness is a, a huge thing to optimize your life. Uh, so one of the things that we like to do is we like to get people um, on what we call the healthy lifestyle commitment. And that's like a contract option for us. So it's a six or 12 month training option. Um, and the goal of it is it allows us time to get people into a routine and then to get people onto to a point where health and fitness have now become a lifestyle point. Um, and ultimately, I think that that is what really is going to dictate people's success. But also is going to give them the most kind of bang for their buck over the course of time that they're with us. Um, we do our best to, you know, take into account any um, injuries or any health issues that they may have. And we always work alongside physical therapists like yourself and other ones in the area if they have any injuries or things coming up. But the biggest thing that we want to kind of, you know, give to people and let them know is we're here to hold you accountable and we're here to make sure that this isn't something that has dropped off. Um, a lot of times we work with general population um, their goals are just to come in and they're going to be this big overarching thing of, I just want to be healthy. Um, and, and it's up to us to kind of figure out what's that goal, but ultimately, how do we get you to there from your starting point? And if your starting point is, I don't exercise or, you know, I eat McDonald's every single day, or I'm slugging back energy drinks to stay awake and I'm not getting enough sleep, then over the course of six or 12 months, we have time. We, we, we get time and we take that and we take input from our client. Um, and we're able to kind of start sectioning off items that they may need to work with over the course of the next, you know, you know, two to four weeks. What's our goal here? What's our small thing that we're going to introduce that's going to become a habit and that's going to become now a, a facet of your life that you didn't necessarily have before? Um, and and how, how can we uh, contribute to that success over the long term of people? So the number one thing I think is just accountability um, with not only figuring out what someone's goals are, but, but helping them to kind of create that lifestyle and that mindset that this needs to continue day, day in and day out. Um, the, the second is, I kind of touched on it briefly um, earlier, but is building a community aspect of it. I think uh, one of the things that a lot of studios do very well, especially in the Chapel Hill area, and, but a lot of things that people can also improve on is, you know, getting your clients together and getting them to know one each other. Because um, we are a small studio and a lot of times it is one-on-one. -on -one. 
um, with our clients. And we may only have, I mean, right now we only have one client, one trainer in the studio at any time. Previously, we would have maybe three, three trainers, three clients or so working at the same time. So you're not seeing a ton of people. Um, but when you are seeing people, you're seeing them every single day, like I said, with that accountability and getting people on that commitment. Um, so it's, it's now not only we're holding you accountable, but these people that you see every single time that you come in are, are now your friends. And, you know, they're like, hey, how are you doing? You know, are, did you, you know, let's go, let's go for a walk this weekend. Let's go, you know, let's try out this um, like healthy recipe this weekend or come to like one of the CHD meal prep events or one of the other, you know, Saturday sweat or dumbbells and PJs or any of these other community events that we have um, with the, you know, core tenant, core structure of it being surrounded by health and wellness, um, but also being surrounded by the community of people who are looking for similar goals and building each other up. Uh, and I think that's one of the things that, you know, I've succeeded at with Chapel Hill Training is our, our clients love each other. Our clients love our staff. Um, and if you can get people to, you know, to buy into that and get into your community and want to be a part of it, um, they're going to see that long-term success just by will of that becoming their nature and becoming their habit and becoming one of their driving factors is, hey, my friends are training here and they love it. And, you know, I, I don't want to stop training. I want to keep training. I want to get better. I want to get better with my friends. I want to get healthier with my friends, with my, my community here. Um, and so I think that that's gone a long way for us in particular, especially with the events that we put on and stuff like that. That's awesome, man. That's, that's super awesome. So, so now you've, you've been personally working with people for a long time now and, you know, you have clients or you have, you know, other people on the team that you're working with people just like, just like you have. So like, what's one of your favorite, uh, I know, I know you got one in there. Uh, what's, What's one of your favorite stories uh, that you've been able to help someone with uh, throughout the year? Yeah. Oh man, that's a um, that is a good one. Um, so one of my favorites, personally, um, one of my clients who's been with me for about well, he's been with me for five years now and some change. He uh, tore his hamstring, so you know he had some other underlying issues that were going on. Um, so we've been, we've worked along a, a lot on those. Um, and actually now that I'm thinking about it, there's two of my clients that have both come from hamstrings. Maybe that says something about my programming, hopefully not. Um, but one of, one of their client one of my clients tore his hamstring, um, and he was really disappointed about it. You know, he, um, we had been, you know, building up, we'd been getting into a good conditioning and strength base. Um, and he actually went, uh, uh, uh water skiing. And as he was getting up towards hamstring, um, so that was like pretty devastating for him because he was, you know, um, in his mid thirties, uh, you know, still wanting to be active, still doing everything. And I remember him coming in and him being like, well, I guess, you know, this is going to be, you know, I'm going to have to go to PT. I'm going to have to rehab. I'm going to have to take a lot of time off. Um, and one of the, you know, this was a good time for me personally, is a lot of, of growth for me as a trainer, but. Um, for this point, be like, hey, man, I just want you to reach out to your physical therapist. You and I are not going to stop training. Um, that's, you know, that's not what we're going to do. You're going to work through PT. I'm going to talk with your PT, and we're going to figure out what you need to be doing day in and day out for your hamstring specifically. But you still have an entire rest of your body. You still have a lot of different things you can, you can do. Um, and one, one of the worst things you can do for your hamstring over the next, you know, few months is just go sit on the couch and do nothing. You're still going to need to rehab that, but for the rest of your body, I don't want you to go sit and, and do nothing. We're going to still try and come in and train and we're going to still get after it. Um, and I think that 
for him personally, and even for me, just like that commitment from each other, like, hey, man, we're still going to get through this. Um, and it may look a little bit different, but we're going to adapt. And I think over the next, you know, four to six months, as he's rehabbing and getting back into day-to-day stuff, and we're starting to build him back up and his hamstring's feeling better. Um, I think that for him in particular, him kind of seeing that commitment from me that I was still willing, like, hey, man, just because you're, you know, your, your hamstring's torn and, and you feel broken, you're not broken. Like you, you still have goals. You still have things to accomplish and you can still do that. Um, and that was one of those most kind of inspiring times for me because he still wanted to come in and work. We still got after it. Um, he was able to, to kind of change his goals to like, let's get our hamstring healthy. And um, he's had zero hamstring problems since, which has been great. Um, and I, I personally just feel like that was one of the, the best times for me was allow wasn't necessarily getting someone to a, like their original goal because his goal was just he wants to be active. Um, but it was reframing a how does this look like for us today and how's it look like for us over the next six months because we're going to need to rehash what we're going to do. But I'm committed to this if you're committed to this and being being able to be that kind of foundation for someone is really, really inspiring. So, man, that's awesome. You know, that I mean, that's so crucial. You know, like uh, that's it's honestly one of my like biggest goals with everyone that I that I work with because obviously people come to me because something goes wrong. Right, so right. they pull their hamstring, they uh, hurt their shoulder, they, uh, you know, mess up their knee, or something goes on. You know, everyone that I work with is an athlete and does train, so so they all train, and uh, simply like taking off from training just isn't an option for them. Right, and uh, you know, it's so important that you know people people like you and me, we we work together and in order to um, help, help that client, you know, best uh, improve themselves and work through their situation. And there's always something that you can do. You know, it's, it's that yeah. idea of like, uh, you, you can't always control what happens in your life, but you can always control how, how you um, um, respond to it, react to it, which actions you take, uh, what, kind of, what kind of mindset you take. And, um in the path in which you then forge toward with and uh you know like working with people people like yourself you know like to um you know help that client uh you know continue to better better themselves and put them in a better place and uh actually put them at a fitter place uh at the end of the tunnel than they were when they previously started so uh do that's so awesome yeah, I mean, it's a great, great experience. And um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's great working with PTs all the time. Uh, again, I think it's, I think it's really what should be the norm is, you know, if someone has an injury, yeah, they need to be, you know, working with a physical therapist, but, you know, it doesn't mean they need to stop training. So we need to find some common ground and, and talk about what we're going to be doing. And um, from the standpoint of my staff and myself, it's, you know, I, w- I want the people on my staff to understand, like, the physiology behind what's going on with this injury and how it's going to play and interact with the rest of the body while they're rehabbing. Um, and that way we can really have this cool understanding when we're getting into their programming now. And it's like, Hey, we're not going to step on the physical therapist's toes. We're not the trainers that are just going to disregard this stuff. We're the people that are going to fully regard this. And then we're going to also keep our client accountable on their physical therapy goals for when they're not there. Um, because I'm, a lot of people hate doing stuff outside of their studio or outside, outside of their clinic, but we're going to make sure that they're, they're staying accountable to that. Um, but then we're also going to keep them accountable on our, on our, on our stuff too. Um, and it's, you know, I think it's a great relationship to have with physical therapists in the area. Um, 
to do that. And it sounds like, I mean, you do a phenomenal job of that. So, um, yeah, yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah, de definitely. So, so, so now, like, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there listening to this right now. And, you know, we are six months, you know, since the start of COVID. Maybe they were just thinking about going to a gym prior to COVID and then COVID hit. And they're like, you know, I'm definitely not not going going to a to a gym now. Uh, they, they've been sitting on their butts for the last six months. They're super out of shape. Uh, they, they've got this little itch, and you're like, you know, I've gained some weight. Um, you know, I'm not as healthy as I as I want to be. I don't have the energy that I want to be. Uh, I really want to find something to do to get better and and get healthier, but I really don't know what to do. Uh, but I'm a little bit scared to actually go and work with the personal trainer. Um, now, what what would you tell that person? Because because I know that's a very common story uh, for a lot of people out there who, who need somebody like yourself right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's a really common story. Uh, I mean, it's you know those stories are all over the internet right now. Anywhere you look, people are are you know just like my health and fitness have. have gone by the wayside throughout this entire thing. Um, the first thing I would tell somebody uh, when they're looking is, number one, you know, don't beat yourself up right now. Like, it's okay to, you know, be critical of yourself. And that's great. But we're, we're not in normal times. You know, we everyone is, is stress levels are on a thousand, you know, not being in their daily routine, um, potentially not going to the store as much, not having that human interaction. Um, those are all, all things that are, are vital to, you know, human life, their necessities. So, um, don't, you know, don't worry about, you know, beating yourself up about where the weight is, where your fitness level is right, right now. You don't need to think about it in terms of what you were, you know, six months ago. Let's just think of it in terms of here we are and now I need to reset my goal and I need to need to change the way that I'm going about my day to day life. Um, if you start looking back at about how much you've gone down, you're going to just start, you know, like losing an optimistic mindset about where you want to go. So that's the first thing I would tell somebody. The second thing I would tell somebody is it's, you know, personally for Chapel Hill training, we're going to do everything in our power to make sure that we're, we're preventing the spread of coronavirus if we're training in person. Um, but secondly, um, you know, virtual training and outdoor training are really, really great options. And I would encourage somebody to try. Um, strictly speaking, I know a lot of people have, feel like they're not going to be held as accountable when they're doing a video chat. Um, and, you know, that's okay. Like, but what I would say is, it's, it's, very easy, especially when you're working with a really good personal trainer to become encapsulated with the ways that they are, are motivating you and the ways that they are training you to use your body. And they can do that over any device, especially a video, because um, you're still going to be able to get a lot of stuff out, whether it's just your body weight um, or whether it's just, you know, the, the motivating things that somebody says, the ways to like, hey, let's adjust the way that we're looking about this exercise or the way that we are um, coming into the session today. Those are going to change your mental capacity for, for exercise in that regard if you're worried about doing it in an in-person setting. If you're not worried about doing it in an in-person setting, um, then, you know, we're going to be masked up. We are going to be, you know, six feet apart. We're going to have the equipment ready to go. It's all going to be sanitized. Um, we're going to wash our hands as soon as we get there, and you're not going to see another client uh, within 15 minutes before you get there and 15 minutes afterwards to give us a proper time for answering the coronavirus questionnaire that we have, making sure that, um, you know, that, that you don't have coronavirus, that you haven't been around somebody that's had coronavirus, and that everything is sanitized properly, that we can be as safe as we can possibly, possibly get. Um, to our advantage, you know, we're a small studio, so we can afford to have one person in the studio at a time and, and give them that, that attention. 
um, without feeling that there has to be a lot of people in there with them or without having to see, you know, too many people. Um, I think that's one of our strengths is we're, we're small enough that we're very adaptable um, and we can, you know, get people the service that they need. So, yeah, that's where I would start off with. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. So, so now someone's just, just listened to us talk and uh, they're like, man, I, I really need to figure out more about who this person is and uh, who the, or what this gym is and where they're at and who they are. And um, so how can people find you uh, both, both personally, but also at a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Chapel Hill training. Yeah. So uh, you can find us in a few different ways. Um, for Chapel Hill Training, you can go to our website, which is chapelhilltraining.com. Uh, you can learn a lot about our vision and you can learn a lot about the services that we're currently offering. Um, uh, one of the things you can also try is we do a virtual community workout every Saturday called Saturday Sweat. Um, I also DJ, so I live DJ it and one of my instructors will teach it. And it's a great, like, no equipment needed workout. Um, it's a lot of fun, a good community feel, even if it is over a virtual setting. Um, so check us out on chapelhilltraining.com. You can check us out on Instagram or Facebook at Chapel Hill Training. Um, and then me personally, you can just find me on Instagram. Um, my handle is at CodyJ17. Um, and yeah, so uh, feel free to give us a follow. Check us out on our website. Love to have you guys. Um, and you can check out Chapel Hill Training on demand as well through our website. Awesome, man. Uh, thanks. So now, one, one last question. Yeah. So... Who is Cody outside of your uh, <laughs> occupation? So, so you mentioned DJing, right? So, like, uh, you know, like, I mean, people when they when they work with you, you know, get they get to know you, and not only as a trainer but also as a person too. So, like, who, you know, what do you love to dive into out, outside of fitness? Because because we all we all have that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, so uh, as much as I, I love DJing, I've been doing it as a hobby and I guess semi-professionally for six years now. Um, so I love doing that. Love just like listening to music, playing around with music. Um, it's always been a, a decent passion of mine. So that's that's really fun. It's definitely one of those things that I'm missing a lot right now because um, obviously no bars or clubs or anything are open. So I don't really get to play for people or perform for people um, in the, in the same way. So I, I missed that. That's, that's one of those things. Um, the other thing is I just enjoy like, you know, obviously sports, watching sports, playing sports, but, um, in my free time, I really just like spending time with my friends, like whether that is where, you know, obviously it's a little bit less right now, but whether we're just like going to a park, uh, hanging out, um, heading to a brewery or something like that, always fun. Um, but I do get to see a lot of them, you know, virtually now, um, we play a lot of games online, stuff like that. Um, just to, just trying to be social, honestly, I, I enjoy people. Um, I think anyone that's met me in my you know, profession, they will attest that I, um, I just like interacting with people. I think it's, I, I think it's fun to see how people can grow. I think it's fun to just understand people, meet them, get to know them, um, and just become friends with people. So, um, any, anytime that I can do that or anytime that I can, it, can DJ, um, you'll probably find me doing something along those lines. Uh, outside of my my work life. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's that's so cool. That's that's you know super super cool. Um, now uh, I, I you know I know I don't know anything about the uh, art of like 
spinning music and like put some cats <laughs> together. Uh, but but I, I think it's super cool. I, I've got a few friends who are who are in the business and uh, kind of do it as like a as like a side, like like you do it as like a like a hobby. Um, and uh, so that's 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 really really cool. Um, so, but Cody, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast with me. Uh, loved having you. Loved chatting with you. You know, I look forward to uh, you know uh, working together. Uh, as we move forward and help everyone uh, get back in the gyms and stay in the gyms and uh, really work to optimize themselves and, and their health, you know, fitness, friendships, relationships, all those things. So, um, hey man, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate the time. And uh, guys, um, thank you so much for taking your time out to sit down and listen to us and learn to learn just a little bit more about Cody. And um, now I will put all of his, of his contact info in, in the show notes. So make sure to check those out and go give him a follow, shoot him a message. And uh, if you're someone who's looking for help or looking to really jumpstart uh, their, their fitness and uh, develop these long-term habits over time, you know, he's, he's the person to chat with. So, uh, guys, thank you so much for tuning to the to the Move with Tank podcast, and um, I look forward to having you hang out with me next time. So, Cody, thank you, everyone, thank you, and uh, we will see you later. See you guys. Okay, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you found the content useful, and I hope it helps you avoid an unneeded surgery uh, or an unneeded injection in the future. Now, in practice, my goal is to save 1 million active individuals from the unneeded surgeries, injections, and pain meds that they don't need while helping them stay active and performing the activities that they love to do. Now, Guys, I cannot reach that many people all by myself. I really need your help. So if you like what you heard, please share this podcast with your friends, with your families, or with anyone who you feel really needs to hear it. By doing so, you may just save that person from an unneeded surgery or injection that they really do not need. If you're not following me yet on social media, find me on Instagram at drtank.com underscore dpt and on facebook at ground to overhead physical therapy thanks for listening to the show today guys Uh, i hope you enjoyed it and i look forward to seeing you guys here again next time on the move with tank podcast